Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. Presented by Kirk Stangy of Stangy Law Firm, PC. Stangy Law Firm is a family law firm with offices in Missouri and Illinois. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy. Welcome to Family Law Talk. Today we have an interesting topic. The topic is second opinions in divorce or family law cases. And this is based on an article um, on our blog, familylawheadquarters.com. Uh, dated when should I? Well, the date is uh, April nineteenth, two thousand fifteen, and the title of the article is "When Should I Get a Second Opinion?" So, as a follow-up to the episode today, you could definitely go to familylawheadquarters.com. You can read the blog article we've got on this topic, as well as a follow-up to the episode today. So, uh, the question today is kind of a simple one. Obviously, uh, when a client hires a family law attorney, uh, they put a lot of faith and hope in that attorney. Obviously, the lies of uh, their family and uh, in themselves in a lot of respects in terms of the property and debt division and child custody and child support or spousal support or whatever other issues might be in play in the family law case, you know, a client puts a lot of hope in that attorney and they're hoping that that attorney uh, at the end of the day zealously advocates for them, that that attorney is diligent and competent and in that at the end of the day, they really put uh, the best case forward, um, uh, for them to ensure that uh, the result is one that is just at the end of the day and that it's in the best interest of the kids. And so it's obviously a difficult decision, I think, for any um, individual out there who has to choose uh, the law firm or attorney uh, that they're going to work with uh, in their particular family law case. And and, and when they make that decision and when the ship is sailing uh, smoothly, all is usually well in the attorney-client relationship. So if things are going uh, well, um, things seem to be moving in the direction uh, that the client ultimately wants the case to go, and the client is generally happy, especially if their goals are being obtained, uh, their ideas and principles that they wanted to see put forth in the case, um, then again, usually that relationship goes pretty well. What's tough is when some bumps get hit in the water, uh, or when the case isn't going in the direction that the client uh, wants. And in some of these circumstances, uh, clients can often begin to wonder uh, whether or not they're working with the right attorney or not. Not all the time. Uh, obviously, you know, lots of individuals, I think, get that there's some unpredictability in terms of family law litigation um, that no attorney can predict with uh, certainty uh, what's going to happen. Obviously, you know, every case is different. It's a unique set of facts. You're dealing with uh, different judges, different parties uh, involved, and all of that can lead to different dynamics and can lead to really uh, different results uh, for different folks uh, just based on the unique circumstances of their uh, individual situation. So hopefully most parties are patient with their attorney and understand um, that while the client is going through a lot in terms of going through a FEMA case, it's not an easy uh, field of practice in for family law attorneys as well uh, uh, in terms of practicing in family law litigation. There's a lot of variables, and it's a tough area of law uh, that isn't for the faint of heart. Um, it takes uh, it really takes a tough attorney to practice in this area of law, uh, just given uh, you know the, the the types of cases that a family law attorney has to deal with. But in some circumstances, a party might have some questions. Uh, they might begin to wonder on some level. Uh, in terms of, you know, they working with the right attorney or not. 
And, uh, and when this happens, obviously some clients might contemplate uh, whether or not a fresh set of eyes on the case uh, might be helpful in terms of uh, maybe getting the client to the particular result they want to get to. And so lots of clients uh, begin wondering uh, in certain circumstances. Lots of individuals will pick up the phone and, and maybe set up consults with other family attorneys out there to see if maybe they have a different perspective, uh, maybe – um, uh, uh, this other attorney they contemplate might be able to uh, uh, do various different things that might put them theoretically in somewhat of a better position. And so, you know, this happens when the bumps get hit in the road, or when maybe the case isn't going uh, in the exact manner that the client wants it to go. And so the question is, again, when when should an individual get a second opinion, or when should an individual think about getting uh, a second opinion? And this is the question lots of individuals going through family law cases have, um, and that's the topic of the article in the podcast here today. And I, you know, as a whole, obviously this is very, very case by case, and each situation is totally and uniquely different. Uh, and so any individual client is going to have to make the call on this on their own uh, in terms of weighing uh, the unique factors of their case and the particulars uh, because – Obviously, every situation is totally and 100 percent different. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if the case is hitting some speed bumps, and maybe the case isn't going uh, in the exact direction that the client wants, but they still feel like uh, the attorney's working hard, that the attorney's trying hard, that the attorney's uh, heart is in the right place, and that again, just some speed bumps are being hit. You know, ordinarily in those situations, uh, uh, some patience with the attorney some understanding uh, that, um, you know, not everything is going to go the client's particular way in a case uh, might be useful in a lot of circumstances. Obviously, the attorney can't always control uh, what a judge might do in a case, what a guardian ad litem might do in terms of a recommendation if you're dealing with a child custody case, for example. And so at the end of the day, I mean, the attorney's job is to provide a diligent, competent, and communicative representation of the client. And so the question is, is the attorney doing that, uh, but yet the case just isn't going exactly as the client wants? Again, in those circumstances, uh, some patience uh, uh, can be a good thing in a lot of circumstances. Um, um, oftentimes, uh, the clients that end up with a good result, you know, they hit some speed bumps uh, throughout the duration of that case, um, but at the end of the day, they remain patient, they remain calm, and ultimately the case ends up going in a positive direction for them because a judge can surmise from the situation that, hey, this is a level-headed person, uh, this is a person who seems to show uh, some good traits, some good attributes um, when facing some adversity. Uh, this individual remains calm and patient, doesn't lose their cool, doesn't lose their temper, they continue to abide by court orders. Uh, and they continue to do what's in the best interest of their kids. So, I mean, in most circumstances, uh, sticking with your attorney, if they're working hard uh, and they're being diligent, competent, and communicative uh, is the right path. Obviously, in some cases, on the flip end, a party might have some real concerns about their attorney. Uh, maybe they feel like the attorney isn't um, communicating with them or isn't being diligent or competent. Um, in some cases, maybe a client has a feeling that uh, – at the end of the day, the client isn't, or the client isn't being zealously advocated for by the attorney, uh, based on legitimate concerns. And again, that's that's all the different stuff a party 
has to kind of weigh in making the decision. But obviously it's a very, very difficult uh, decision to have to make. Uh, as a general rule, some patience and, and sticking uh, with the attorney that, that you hired oftentimes pays off for a lot of clients. Uh, but I know this is a difficult topic for a lot of folks. Um, lots of folks uh, at the end of the day struggle with this and might switch attorneys in the midst of litigation or whatnot. Uh, um, so I know it's a hard decision. It's a hard thing uh, in terms of analyzing for a lot of folks who especially haven't been through a uh, family law or divorce case before and just aren't used uh, to being in the midst of litigation because obviously litigation can be a very hard thing. Uh, but at the end of the day, that's the topic that we have here today. Again, is a follow-up to the episode. Go to FamilyLawHeadquarters.com. Check out the article April 19, 2015, titled, When Should I Get a Second Opinion? Definitely an interesting article. Definitely an interesting topic uh, that lots of individuals struggle with in the midst of a family law case. So uh, we wanted to cover it here today briefly. We appreciate you tuning in, and stay tuned for our next episode coming up. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. With Kirk Stange. Visit StangeLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stange Law Firm to work for your family today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtain on this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be legal advice. You should contact an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. And finally, past results afford no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own merits.